the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. I am here with such great people. I'm here with Andrew Lieb, who's our legal eagle, okay? And he, we, we, we recommend him to everyone. We use him ourselves. He trains all our Douglas Ellen agents not to be attorneys. We don't want them to be attorneys, but to know when to call attorneys. You know, I always say, you have to know what you don't know. And Tom is true who has a huge division for citizens, and Esther Mueller is here to join us, who I don't even know where to start with her. Let her introduce herself. She has too many accolades. And Stephen Gaines, who besides for a great friend, is an author, wrote a bunch of books, and I'm going to have him do some on the show because he doesn't chew this one enough. Great. Okay, and I've read them all. Actually, I'm in one of them, so you have to read that one first. Me too. Okay? <laughs> and you are. We're in the Me same too. one, I think. So they'll have to be that one first. Okay? Okay. Um, but anyhow, we just just to finish off with April because we lost our other calls. April, your home. I think Andrew asked you if your home was who it was owned by, and you said it was owned by your husband and his mother. Thomas, what do in you think? In 1995. Yes. In 1995, the grandmother died. The old grandmother, the original owner, she died in 1994. So then the mother got um, the house. My husband's mother got the house in 1995, where the uh, value was 200000 to 250000 and now it's worth $1.3 million. Well, good it's for you, $1.3. That's great. That's why I believe in real estate. So, um, Thomas, what should she do? Should she contact you? Yeah, we'd love to see if we can help her. Uh, you know, problem solving is our forte, and uh, I think we can go through some of the technical things that maybe, you know, cause some stumbling blocks. And then right. see about uh, some solution. Sounds well, like- actually, Thomas, what you have to really do, what we'll have to do is find out really why you were declined. And so, as Andrew said, there's a couple of ways around it. It might be. Well, well, if it's- credit score. Oh, yeah, there's one thing I forgot to tell you. They said that uh, one bank said, oh, that's an investment property because she doesn't, because the mother, my mother in law does not live here. She has her own house in Long Island, right. but it's not an investment property. We're living here. And we have one tenant upstairs, and but she says that's not an investment property, not to her. All right, well, call Thomas. Well, uh, Thomas, where else do you reach you? Yeah, so my number direct is five one six four one zero two six seven four seven two. Need me to repeat that? No. Uh, yes. Two six seven four seven four. Right. Yeah. Call him Monday and see what you can do because he, he, we'll see if we can help get that mortgage for you. 
Oh, yeah, it's a loan. Oh, yeah, and there's loan. also a 10-year, I forgot okay, to mention we, this. A, 10 years ago, we had taken out a loan for another reason, so there's 65000 Well, they okay. you can't have two when, loans in a house. Right, but when you talk to Tom, remember, you can't leave out anything. you got to say everything because for someone to help right. you, they have to know Thank the good, you. the bad, and the ugly. Thank have you. a great weekend. <laughs> April, and Thank I'm you. glad that you live in Astoria, and I'm glad your house went up to one, so that's a good thing. And um, <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. You'll keep us posted. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Karen, hi, Karen. Hey, Dottie. Good morning. How are good you? Good morning. Oh, I told you I'm sad. I don't want the summer to end. I want to postpone it to, like, at least October. It never has to end. It's all in a state of mind, right? I see. Karen, I think- Karen are you going to sign the petition for Dottie to October 1st is the end of summer? <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with fall. I'm a season, four seasons kind of gal. So, oh, I like that. But I don't know that I want three feet of snow either, but so I have my limits. Right. Which is right. your favorite so, season? Dottie, I heard you say Which? Esther was on. I didn't Esther hear her say anything. Esther is here. So. Say hello. Esther, what? I, have a, I have a question for you. I missed you. Um, well, wait, Esther, I just have to introduce Esther. It's, there's such a list of things that I'd rather introduce herself. This is my good okay. friend and a woman that I totally respect and has accomplished so much in her life but has a heart of gold and is a great mom, wife, friend. She's always consulting for women and people and just, I mean, she's in Israel every way to see her parents. I just can't say enough about her, Esther. Where's the applause? I don't hear anybody applauding here. Thank you very much. First of all, I'm so glad you have podcasts on your shows because now I can tell my mother and father and all my friends to listen to it and to hear the introduction. Thank you very much. Hi, Karen. What would you Hello, like to Esther. know? Hello, Esther. Good morning. Good morning. So, question. I know it's just out in the Hamptons right now. I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> You're breaking up, Karen. On for four more months. Question. In the city, in Manhattan, in a co-op, not a rich co-op, okay, we don't have a zillion dollars, we're having a serious package theft problem in our lobby where our mailboxes are. Doorman we don't have, and it seems like it's going to be a big burden for some people if we add a doorman on what it would do to their, you know, monthly carrying costs. So are there any logical solutions out there? Does somebody have a smart box, shelf, you know, room? What? What thoughts can we bring board on something like this? You're breaking up. Did First you of all, you're breaking up because in the Hamptons, the uh, people can't afford good reception here. <laughs> so we always have a problem. It's her phone. It's not oh, your, it's her phone? It's her phone. <laughs> oh, it's usually my reception and my phone here. All right, real simple. First of all, if any of us listening own Amazon.com, then this is a very important question. What happens to the packages that are showing up? And, you know, it's not only happening in your building, but this is becoming a major challenge to many of the co-op buildings and condo buildings in New York City. And being myself on the co-op board of my own building, I can tell you it's a conversation about what do we do. Do you have a doorman? No. no. Oh, you don't have a doorman. Financial burden of adding one would be a bit much for people to add, you know, to have an increased maintenance to pay for a doorman. Okay. So we have a one of the things super, and here's the thing, when packages weren't so many per day, like maybe during the holiday season, now it's as you said, Amazon, everybody orders everything online. Nine packages a day show up. They used to go to the super's apartment, they'd put them in their hallway. It's it's unrealistic now. The amount of packages has become a problem. 
You're so right. First of all, I'd love if any of your viewers, Dottie, are listening to this question. I'd love for them to call in and hear what they've done in their building because if you have I any think, ideas, if you've, as Esther said, we yeah. all help each other. If you've had this problem and you've resolved it or you've done something, you have some ideas, please let us know. Yeah. In our building, one of the things we are discussing right now because we're in the process of renovating the lobby is cabinet places for these boxes or the basement. In your particular situation, you don't have a doorman, so you either need to look at your own budgets in the building and see whether it's worth hiring a part-time doorman, perhaps, or putting cameras so that you can pass. I mean, there are cameras all over the world right now so that you can see who is maybe opening up these boxes. Oh, and the third. You do have that. So are you able to see? We have the cameras, see? but it shows after the fact. It doesn't prevent it, but it gives ammunition to the police. And, you know, they arrest these guys. They are in jail for six months, and they're back out. Uh-huh. Or mm-hmm. get a design architect in the building. Look at your lobby and take a look to see where you can have space for cabinets, mm-hmm. perhaps, with a lock a system. Lock right. A lock box so that... But you know, you think about how is it going to get into the lockbox? What do you think about so, a fob? Is that more? So, guys, guys, I want to tell you about it. I don't know if you watched about this, but they have this thing called Get Box Lock. And what it says, the only national available solution to protect deliveries by all major carriers. And the carrier has access to the box, and then they put everything in the box. you got to check this out. Get Wait, say that again, lock, Andrew. Though. What is it yeah. called? Get it's, Lock It's called Box, box Lock. Box. But if you go to get, G-E-T, B-O-X-L-O-C-K.com, it's the get only box, nationally lock, available com. solution to protect deliveries by all major carriers. It has that word. Box Lock ma- makes sure your packagers are there when you expect them. They're your solution. But that means you, you have, have to, to be home. Up. Thank you very much. No, no. Wait, wait. What it means is they, what, what they what do is they make a deal with the carriers, and the carriers have access. They put it in your box. you got to look this thing up. I saw it we on the are. TV. It's very good. Get box lock. lock. You have a small lock. box. L-O-C-K dot com. Dot com. Yeah. That's a great Get idea. Oh, box. thank you. Wow. Well, That's look it a up. good one. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Yeah. And Karen, let us you know, know how you make out. If it, you're, We're going to look yeah. it up, too. I want to know. You'll be you'll test it in your building and tell us. Yeah, please do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'll say thanks, Karen. Have a great weekend. Thank you, you too. Enjoy. Bye. Thanks, Kevin from New York, New York. I think you have a question for Esther. I do. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, question. Good morning, Esther. Um, good morning, Kevin. Question, question for you about um, getting into real estate right now as a career. Uh, is this a good time to start a career in real estate. And I ask that because it seems like there's so much competition. There's a lot of agents. Um, What's your take on that? First of all, that's a great question, Kevin. Are you in real estate? Uh, I just, yeah, kind of peripherally. Yeah. And um, I really want to, you know, do I, do I take the plunge and go in full time? Is this, you know, is this the time to do that? Ah, that's a great question, and I'm going to answer it with my favorite word. It depends. And so depends means really, I hear you're in the periphery. If you're just doing it part-time right now, it's a difficult business to be in part-time. It's become a real profession with a lot of skills that are needed, 
And I think it's great timing because, one, the mortgage interest rates are at the lowest. I think first-time buyers, I think the millennials are ready to buy. And I think that they're – I personally love this time. For those that are very seasoned agents, um, you know, they would love to have young people come in or older, experienced business people come in on their teams. Teams are very popular right now. So that it is a good time to learn from many agents who've been in the, you know, in the business a long time. So, and it depends on your DNA, depends on your personality, depends on how flexible you are. So mm-hmm. it, it has a lot of good reasons. If you're kind of on the edge of it, uh, I know Dottie and I came into the business many years well, ago. Well, that's what I want to say, Kevin. There really is no good time. I think as, if you're passionate and you want to do it, I started when the interest rates went up to, I don't know, 17%. And, of course, mm. all the experienced people go, why would you come in the business now? It's the worst time. And it was a horrible time. And I said, right. well, you know what? I don't know it when it was easy street. So you know what? When it becomes easy street, I'll be in. And I learned the business as Esther did really by working so hard because you, it was a hard time for real estate, but we, we survived and we made it. I don't think it's about time wise. I think it's what I think as Esther said, it's, it's got to be something you decide to be passionate about and that you can mm. be passionate about and you're going to put 150% in. And remember, don't expect to get rich in the first year. You have to have income right. to come into real estate. I mean, some and you right. can't do it part-time. It's a full-time. So, so guys, I want to tell you what mm. we're telling the Douglas Elliman agents at the new agent training, which is kind of cool. If you are interested in rentals, Kevin, this is the best time. Let me just say that mm. again. If you're interested in rentals, this is the best time. Why? The whole rental law just changed. So all those entrenched players that were doing good in rentals, they have to relearn their whole job. So while mm. they're relearning, it's your chance to dominate. That's an, if that, right. that's as a an educator. I, yeah. As an educator, I can tell you that is a great point, Andrew. And I have to admit, I didn't really think of that. But I keep on saying all these new, like the, the new rent laws are so important. Well, those that have been in the business are going, oh, my God, this is terrible. How horrible. And yet if you are just coming in as your point is well taken, you forget the old habits. You forget the old way of doing business. And now you have new creative ways of being able to run the business properly. So I think what you're saying is right on. And the same thing with sales. And you know what? I can't get a Now, look, we have a big company. Hard to get people who do rentals. I had a girl that did my hair, and she said, I'm looking for something. Um... And I, I said, well, how much do you want to spend? She said, 1800 you know, but I don't need, I just need one bedroom. And I think it was, and I, you know, I called a million people. And they didn't really want to be bought. I mean, hmm. you, to find a good rental agent is not as easy as you think, but to go on Craigslist is a, is a, a bad because half of them are sold. They don't look like right. what they say. Can I give you a perfect yeah. example? And Andrew, help me out with this because I just... Just today, I got so excited. And Kevin, if you're in the business, you'll understand. So, so often we have to pay an application fee, very high mm-hmm. some application fees, very mm-hmm. high, uh, uh, sometimes over $1,000 for a tenant just to be able to qualify. And then if he gets rejected or she gets rejected, they don't get their money back. And I just read that the new law covers 
the area where in condos and co-ops, you now have applications that you can fill out and your new possible tenant doesn't have to pay those application fees and have it non-refundable. So management companies will be suffering, I think, and uh, perhaps the, the landlords will be suffering, but the tenants themselves, I think you're right. This is a great time for people and agents to come into the rental industry and to learn the new laws and use it Let to a positive effect. Let me tell you what effect. else they just changed. Let's wow. take uh, second homes and like yeah. the Hamptons, the Jersey Shores. So let's say you bought a summer rental. You wanted to rent something for a month. And let's just say the property was $40,000 for the month. You can't pay it. You have to pay it in increments. Like, in other words, what would happen is somebody would sign a lease. They would rent the property for a month, let's say two months. And then they would give them the money up front. And then, you know, and they would give a deposit. Now I think Cuomo changed that law. So if you, if you let's say, if you rent it for four weeks, I believe you have to give weekly payments. Yes, so and I'll that's explain the it to everyone, Dottie. So yeah. Can you ladies, explain, let me explain that, both of these. Great. Yeah, so the law, just so everyone knows, is the exact same law we've been talking about week after week, which is about mm-hmm. the same thing about conversions. Is the same thing as about regulated. 74 pages. It's called the Housing Stability and Tenant Protection Act of 2019. I, I don't know if everyone reads me, but I, I've been published hundreds of times, and I'm the legally speaking editor for Dan's papers. I've been writing about this every week. And what Dottie's getting at, and we'll talk about that, is it says that in advance, that's the word they use, advance is capped at one month. So in advance means, Dottie, if I was going to do a seasonal rental, I actually wrote an article called The End of Prepaid Seasonal Rentals. And what it says is if I was going to do a term, I was going to do a rental from June all the way to August. That's three months. What it says is I can't take those three months up front. I can only take money for the property that you're being used. It's not weekly, as you were saying. It's monthly. So what happens is each month I have to bill separately, and that also caps the security, Dottie. You can only take one month of security or prepaid the advance total. So Wait, this say that again. How does that security work, Andrew? Yeah, you so can only take it's the same one? Sec- it's the same section of law. It's actually in the general obligations law if people want to look it up. What it says, it says – a deposit or advanced is capped, I'm, not, I'm paraphrasing, at one month. They use the words deposit or advanced, though. And total. So let's say I'm going to do a rental. Let's even bring it to New York City. Forget the Hamptons for a second. I say I want first and last month's rent and a security. I just violated the law. Because the most I can take before someone takes occupancy is one month total. Well, I want to ask you guys something. I, and, again, this is my opinion, so if you don't like it, well, you don't have to agree with me. But remember... In America, one of the beautiful things is that we can have differences of opinions and we don't have to agree with each other. Um, And that's wonderful to live in a country where you can do that. So let me say this. I hate those Airbnbs. I think they are destroying. Now, it's not about destroying the rental business. There's no codes. I see 20 people in one room, okay? And there's, I could, you know, I think maybe next week I'll tell you, well, I don't want to ruin your life, but I can tell you horror stories about people who, who've been in Airbnbs. I can tell you horror stories for people who rented it, but there doesn't seem to be any, any enforcement on the Airbnbs. No, there is. In New York City, Dottie, there is. Well, how are they doing in, in the Hamptons? But not in the Hamptons. And not, not in the Hamptons. Oh, but I'm going to tell you the difference. No. In New York City, they, yeah, and this us. is what they need to do in the Hamptons, Dottie. This would solve the problem. In the Hamptons, we also have what's called transient rental laws, which is a cap on 
that they say if you're going to rent it for under this All period right, Andrew, of time in New York. Wait, wait, wait. We're having a break. We'll just hold that thought till we come back. Who actually wrote Shakespeare's plays? The Bard from Stratford-on-Avon or someone else? Who better to investigate than the lawyer for all of Hollywood, Burt Fields? And he's Tom Girardi's guest this weekend on Champions of Justice. Why do celebrities trust him? How does he handle the media? And what's his take on Shakespeare? We've got the answers. Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. Did you know it was once considered anti-American to throw away the core of an apple? In the 1940s, there was a common poster with a picture of a beautiful child happily eating the core of an apple. The slogan read, Be True to the Core. This was a nationwide program concentrating on nutrition and discouraging food waste. Keeping our citizens strong at home was an important aspect of winning the war in Europe. American citizens are fighting the war against lifestyle disease. Research shows we must eat every edible part of fruits and vegetables to keep our bodies strong and able to fight off biological invaders that are making us sick. Much of the disease-fighting chemistry in fruits and vegetables are located in the core and skin of produce. Often we are peeling off and coring the strongest available chemistry for fighting the deadly diseases of our day. It turns out Grandma was right. Eat all your fruits and vegetables and be true to the core. This is Dr. Douglas Howard with your health tip of the week. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I find them extremely helpful in so many areas that I had had issues with before. And, you know, so there's there's a direct cause and effect, you know, from before taking them to now taking them. If I don't take them, I am really in a fog, and when I do, I have a sense of just energy and clarity that I didn't, I, I shouldn't have. I'll just say, I'll, I'll just put it that way, <laughs> that way. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. For a limited time, all new preferred customers will receive an additional 30% discount and free shipping on your first Balance of Nature order. You will also receive an extra $10 off on any additional set of fruits and veggies you purchase. This summer special will expire, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code THEANSWER. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. For more information and to register for this trip, go to am970theanswer.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. You're lucky that you can't. You know what? One day I'm going to have to give you all the little conversations we have during the break. They're juicy. By the way, Andrew, just finish up because we have some callers. You were talking about the new rent laws, and then we had a cliffhanger. Well, the cliffhanger was so important because, as as you like the Airbnb, you 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 have people operating hotels ah, next door to you. Horrible, 
Horrible. And do you know, Dottie, I don't know if you read about this, and I don't mean to blow everyone's mind, but you know there's a lot of blowing going on in there because all the prostitutes are using the Airbnbs. Blowing? Wait, wait. Yeah. Blowing? The Airbnbs. You know the Airbnbs, the prostitutes oh, no, I know. are using I just, it. I just wasn't sure what you meant by that. Right? No, I don't want to blow your mind. That's all I'm saying. Andrew, and, Andrew, so I, Andrew uh, just a question real quick. If we hire an attorney to discuss the law and to be the advocates against Airbnb. Does that make sense to you? It probably I does, we, but... But I don't think it's about being against them. I just think that... I'm not against Airbnbs. I just think that they need to follow the same laws that govern anybody else in the town that they're renting in. And so Let me tell you what that law is, Dottie, and that's what, what I was getting at. What is the law? At, is that in each town and village, they have rules about what's called a transient rental. In New York City, for a Class A multiple dwelling, that means 30 days. So if I was to rent something for five days, for two days, for three days, that's operating a hotel. That's not a private residence. And what Airbnb does is they're basically, it's not Airbnb only, it's vacation rentals by owner. There's all these sites. What they do is they let homeowners operate hotels out of their houses. And when we had the break, here's what the problem was. You said, how do they stop it? How do they stop in the Hamptons? I said, they're stopping it in the city. And the difference is in the Hamptons, the towns, the villages have transient rental laws, but they have no law about advertising transient rentals. In New York City, multiple dwelling law 121 says that if you simply advertise the transient rental, you violate the law. And fines are $1,000 for the first violation, $5,000 for the second, $7,500 for the third. So all code enforcement has to do there is check the Craigslist. Here, we got to go find this stuff. And I got another thing for you, Dottie, because we do a lot of these in New York City. Really? If you own a place and you have a tenant and your tenant Airbnbs, do you know you're on the hook on this law if you don't do due diligence to stop them? Well, I, I won't say where, okay, but in the city I happen to live in a building that uh, a lot of people who are trying to sell but really don't live there and they don't that are doing to Airbnbs. And I know the building tried to stop it, but they couldn't. That's a hotel. Right. Well, that's a yeah. hotel is different than a co-op in a condo. You okay. can't do it. So you're saying, well, here's what I think. I think it's fine. I think, look, if people want to make a living doing that, that's be it. But then they have to be bound by the same thing that everybody else is bound by. That's all. So we wrote an article in Dance Paper some years ago that explained the rules for a hotel. Like, I don't know if you've ever been in a hotel and the sheets were dirty. You know why you weren't? I would be leaving very quickly if the sheets were dirty in the hotel. Because it's illegal, Dottie. Think about when you go rent someone's house, what you're doing. Like, imagine they leave the bar of soap out. Oh, no. Why would I never go to an Airbnb? I said that on the air before because you never know what you're going to get. It's disgusting. It's like buying a used car, gorgeous this, and then you could get there. It could be somebody who's filthy. I mean, some of them are beautiful, and I know some people only do it that way. They only go to Airbnb. But I try... Tell you the truth, they don't have the same guidelines. Or the, they, I just wouldn't know what you'd get. So I want to be a devil's advocate, but sure. I also want to bring reality. I'm the chairman of a hotel called the Seasons Hotel in Israel. It's the Four Seasons Hotel. And the largest competition we have right now, we own, but we rent it out, of course, as hotel space, is Airbnb. Airbnb all over the world right now has taken over. Yeah the business, and hotels, five-star hotels, four-stars hotels are suffering terribly, generating revenue, staying alive even because of the situation. So I don't know what effect. I know in New York City we don't, we don't allow it, 
very. I don't think you can stop it. I think that it's 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 growing, and I don't think you can stop trends, and you can't stop what's going forward. All I say is that you have to take a step back, and you don't have enough people to enforce that law. Okay, so you know. So I just think that they have to take a step back because there should be a limit to how many people can stay in a room. It shouldn't be 20. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, and, 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 you know, I didn't plan to do this on the show today. One day we will have everybody on the show. We'll talk about it. But I can give you the complaints that people have. If you're a neighbor, do you want 20? I mean, I think that they just have to have simple guidelines. I, I don't think people shouldn't be allowed to do it. I just think that they should have to have some standards. So well said. Operate like a hotel. Like, have the rules of a hotel and then be able to do it. Right. Then fine. Be my guest. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I don't think it's about putting them out. I think it's about just... No. But I don't know legally if they can do that. I mean, they... Yeah, you can bring new laws into effect because it's hurting the environment. It's hurting... It's hurting our environment here but in Air, the Hamptons. Airbnb uh, has big-time lawyers you, protecting them. They do. They yeah. do, and they're Esther. growing. It's not like they're not – they're growing. I, I, I did plan – Yes, Andrew. You say that you have a hotel. Doesn't this – when no one else is following the rules, it makes me say, Esther, let's just buy houses and rent them out, and then we don't have to follow any of the rules. Well, listen, I'm in. You know what? If this is going to be the way it is, let's buy a house. Let's, let's do it. 20 people. The Ion room. Real Estate I mean, Quasi Hotel Group. You're going to do my house. You're going to have my house. No, I, I, I'm no. being sarcastic. I don't yeah. mean that seriously. I'm just saying. I think the quality and lifestyle of the location and the property is really being hurt right now all over the world. This is not just a Hamptons issue. And New York City no, is New such York. a great example of where people go, what a nightmare, co-op, board packages, applications. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's why New York City is very strong. It's got some very strong rules and regulations. And, by the way, I wasn't planning to do this on the show. We're not going to have time. But I have renters are not the only ones who walk around with nightmares. The Airbnb host, okay, and this is a person who rents her home. It's an Airbnb. She said, I own multiple rental homes and used to Airbnb them, but now I just rely on long-term leases. The guests were causing so much damage. I blame the nature of the transactions and the type of tenants Airbnb rentals attract. And she said, I've had Airbnb tenants break electronics, glassware, urinate on mattresses, root pool tables. Uh, In one case, she says a tenant chipped the tile in the shower so badly that he made a hole. Naturally, she said the tenant didn't say anything, and the hole ended up causing thousands of dollars of water. So so you want protection for both sides. Um, They were dirty. Then I I used to Airbnb my Philly apartment, and then somebody left a toenail clipping. Oh God. oh, God. Oh, God. In a pile in the bed on the Ew. sheets. Oh, and kicked off dirty socks at the foot of the bed. She said, I burned the sheets when they left. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's, I, I could write. I have stories and stories. Um, but so I think that they just have to better regulate that. And I think it's new. But I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I really don't. I think and it shouldn't. Too- it just should be regulated. Or you all should hire this new Kevin guy that's going to be going to Esther's school and becoming a salesperson in rentals as we start this whole talking. conversation. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, speaking of Esther, I think I have Anthony from New York City on the phone. I, um, I think you have a question for Esther and, and, and maybe Andrew. 
Anthony? Can you hear me? Are you on the... No? Taking, uh, Esther? Okay. Hi. Yes. Uh, I just recently finished taking my classes. Um, so now I'm uh, getting geared up for taking the class exam and the state exam. And so my question is, um, how should, what criteria or characteristics should I be looking for when I choose a company to work with? First of all, that's a great question. And second, for the audience to know in general, many companies go into these schools, they come to our schools, they try to recruit new agents and they buy them some pizza and some other things. That is not mm -hmm. the way you determine what company you're going to go to. So that's right. number one, uh, Anthony. Uh, the way to determine is to to look at the different companies and what they offer and to see their brands and to see exactly you're the one that wants to interview them uh, and looking mm -hmm. at your background, looking at your qualifications, and then going to see if you can even find a friend or a team that seems interesting and be able to say, you know what, that company, I love their listings you know, my family has very, uh, you know, uh, 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 middle-of-the-road apartments. Maybe I could fit into mm -hmm. this company. There's a fit and a culture, and it's for you to interview several different companies. Dottie, you're Let me give you Salmon. my two cents, okay, for yeah. whatever it's please, worth. Please. Thank pick, you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and pick a company that when you interview, you have to feel comfortable. If I feel, like, you know, I was at a lot of Forbes things, and I would ask these young girls who are in their 30s or 20s, and how did you pick the company? That, and, you know, what made you go to the company you're at? And they mm -hmm. said to me, it was our boss. Like, it wasn't so okay. much the brand. Now, the brand is important. Douglas Elman built a great brand. It will help you open a lot of doors. But if you don't have a connection and if you don't feel comfortable with the person that's interviewing you, Okay. I, I don't think it's a good match, no matter what the brand is. And so, and Esther said before, maybe the training. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so I know there are companies in New York City that give absolutely zero training. And then companies such as Douglas Selliman, because, you know, I was a trainer there years yes. ago, I can tell mm -hmm. you gives tremendous amount of training and coaching. Then you have to take a look at your own personality, where you fit in. Look at the way they dress. Are they uptown, downtown? They're different they're different personalities. Meet the manager, and it is about relationships. The whole business yeah. is about relationship and your relationship right. to the manager or the person that interviews yeah, you. Yeah, and I used to difference. send certain people to smaller companies, but, you know, right. Douglas Ellen was big. And certain people, I, I, you know, I had a great respect for a lot of the uh, people that ran other companies in New York City. And sometimes I thought they'd be a better fit, and they would think I'd be, we would you got to look at who you are as an individual decision. But interview right. a bunch of them. Right. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Anthony. So much. Good really luck in your real you estate advice. career. Thanks uh, we'll so be much. right back after the break. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. 
on the Cats Roundtable. You won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8.30, right after Morano in the Morning on AM 970. The Answer. I'm Michael Conti. And I'm Michael Honig from Honig Conti Perino Insurance. Our families have been in business since 1902. We want to let you know about some common misconceptions most people have about insurance. Number one, I don't need it. That'll never happen to me. Well, nine out of ten claims are water damage claims. And whether you're a business owner or a homeowner, it's not the thousands of dollars it costs to make the repairs that will shock you, but the tens of thousands of dollars it costs for a temporary office or housing. Bet you didn't know that. Number two, insurance is like a drive through and I can purchase it like a side of fries. The process shouldn't be difficult, but it does require real people that can guide you. Whether providing insurance for your apartment, co-op, condo, house, or your business, Michael Honig and Michael Conti are names you can trust. So call the Michaels today at 212-777-7113. That's 212-777-7113, or visit them online at honigconti.com. H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E.com. Honig Conti Perino. Not just here to provide insurance, but insurance guidance. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and of course we were talking about, you know, some things that are really shaping our our lives and changing our lives, and uh, I don't think you can take progress and go backwards and so Airbnbs are here for I don't know how long, a couple of years, five years, but they're the way it's going. I'm going to tell you something else. Artificial intelligence. It's huge. And by the way, just so you know, real estate brokers who are listening, okay, they are working to take artificial intelligence to help people decide what properties they should see. Now, the good news Brokers, they can never replace us, okay, unless you're not good, because you still have an individual property. But what they're doing is they're coming up with artificial intelligence that will kind of take the needs of this buyer and really help pinpoint better what they should buy. Now, they're doing that like all big companies. When they hire people, they just give it to artificial intelligence 
and they say, you know, this is important. And then the artificial intelligence narrows it down to about whatever, and then says, this guy is qualified, this woman's qualified, but they won't fit into your culture. And they eliminate half of them. They send letters back to the half that they eliminated and said, we've eliminated you, but you would better fit in this type of company. And then the people who are interviewing interview the remaining people. And it's come, it, it, when I tell you what, it's changed the world. And I think what I'd like to say to everyone, and I'm a big advocate of that, you cannot stop learning. You cannot stop growing. You cannot live in the past. You don't have to agree, but you have to be with the world. It's like an industrial revolution. Okay? Only it happened in a compressed time. And I feel that people, like I look at the skills I have and I consider myself very smart and very successful. I don't think I could really matter with the skills I have. Okay? You really, like, it's a lot of technology. Now, you still have to have a, a personality. You still have to know what you do. You can't replace that knowledge. But the way people are doing things is very different now. And I think you have to be up on it. And as I said, Airbnbs, I don't think, are going away. They're getting larger and larger. People like, like, but I think that there's going to be like, you know, things swing to the left, they swing to the right, and then they end up somewhere in the middle where they should be. You know what's interesting? What I have are you singing law? Do you think you're going to have, like, robots that are lawyers, like I can hire a robot? Well, I'm, I'll that? tell you that in a second, but I just want to tell you, I have a friend that runs a digital marketing company in the city. And you want to hear what's wild? They what? train their staff on soft skills, meaning how to have a personality. Yeah, and their whole issue is that the people that are in the tech need to learn how to have a personality. It's and the true. people that are in the personality need to learn the tech. Either that and or you put the ironic. team together. Why eliminate? Nobody's yeah. good at everything. So have the people that know personalities and know how to sell a product and the people that are technical on the other end, you put them together. What's a team? Why do I say so, we have a good team? We all have different skills. Put them together, you have a home run. One of my favorite books is by Steve Case, the guy from AOL, and he, he, it's oh, called The Third that. Wave. And it's all about that, how this wave of technology is about having the people that are the knowledge base, whether they be the brokers, the attorneys, the doctors, and combining it with technology. And so to answer your question, it's happening. It's going forward in law. What I see happening the most yeah, is that we're, we're being able to comb what the legal landscape is. Instead of spending hours on legal research, we could do it with blinking our eyes. And yeah. so it's not – when my father was a lawyer, it was I feel, I believe, I'll argue. Now it's – this is what the case said. Look, with doctors, every – I would say once a week I get a, something that says to hire a doctor online. Okay? You want to hear something Now, cool? I was almost tempted to do it because if I had a cold or something, like I don't really feel like going to my doctors. But the truth is then I met this guy actually from Long Island who – a friend of mine at the athletic club, and he said, I was, like, freaking out. My business, I was losing, you know, because the, the HMOs don't pay a lot of money. And he said, I started a service that you can get my cell phone number. And it's like being an old-fashioned doctor of years ago where you, you know, went to the house and you visited your patients, you made house calls. Well, people pay a certain amount a month just to be able to get his cell phone number that he can – speak to them, and they could say, I have a call, what do you think? And of course, if they have something serious, he helps them find a specialty doctor. So I think laws change, everything is changing. Dottie, and I'm going to tell you something pretty neat. That's not bad, but you have to go with it. 
Esther's going to love this, too, because she's in continuing ed. My brother-in-law, his name's Kathan Badani. He's a world-famous doctor. He's the head of Mount Sinai's robotic surgery. And Kathan showed me this thing last year. He partnered with Sony, and they made 3D surgeries so they could train medical students using augmented reality. Andrew, you're going to cool love this. Very cool. You want to hear something real cool, cool to everybody? So where I live, there is a very famous cardiologist. He lives at uh, on Central Park South. He was the inventor of the stent. He's Staten Island, big doctor. His patient comes in to him a few months ago and shows off his eye watch and says, look, doctor, I can monitor my heart with the eye watch. The doctor says, this is so amazing, puts the watch on his hand and all of a sudden says, oh, my God, is this my heart being monitored? He says, yes. He says, oh, my God, it looks like I might have a problem. This is a doctor, a true story. Just about three months ago, this doctor, two weeks later, was in the hospital having quadruple, quadruple heart surgery. He was saved by the eye watch. So you talk about superficial intelligence. This is a head cardiologist at the Staten Island Hospital who was saved because his patient showed him an iPhone. Is that unreal? So I think all of us have to kind of look at our own profession and see where is technology coming in. I love this era because I don't have to spend hours of hours of hours of days of months doing research. I can get comps, comparables immediately. I have in front of me the most amazing technology today that gives me the ability to use what I think is the most important quality we need, and that is eye-to-eye, human-to-human interaction. Young kids today need it more than ever, and we should never forget that that's the key to everything. Do they make a watch for other things or only your heart? No, no, it's not only the heart. I mean, my watch says, okay, you've sat enough, stand up. So... They're more sophisticated, and Tom Cook can tell you about superficial But you have to stay up on it because one of the things that I've been reading, and, nice. and it's about all these kids that go to college, and they have these student loans, and they spend a lot of money, and they come out, and they don't have the right skills for what the workforce needs today. Now, of course, if you, you know, you know I've also seen guys that are geniuses try to sell their products because everybody tries to call, them and, and they don't know how to sell. But the point is, even though this is a real estate show, the one thing that I can tell you is real estate for 100 and 100 years has always been one of the biggest wealth generators for all times as long as you don't have to sell at the wrong time and you can hold it. And the way you borrow money, and again, there's many schools of thoughts on that, you know, there's no one cookie-cutter thing that one size fits all. Some people should take high mortgages out. Some people should pay 50% cash. But really, to me, people need to have homes. And I'll never forget when we had not only 9-11 and then we had the recession and the people were lining up at the banks, which was so scary to get their money out. And I said to the agents at Douglas Elliman, listen, we always have to have a plan B. They're going to need a place to live. If they have the money, let's buy tents. We'll rent tents out. And truthfully, housing, people are always going to need housing. 
And the one thing about housing is it's like with a car, if I know the brand and the model and the color, I could really just shop price. But with real estate, every property is unique. And although they say everyone's going to buy it over the Internet, to me, I can't predict the future, but I still tell people don't buy something over the Internet that you haven't seen the street it's on, that you haven't seen the location, that you haven't seen other houses. So I think that real estate, but to be on top of anything, I think you have to take a step back and look at the world. And that's why we, I do so much homework on the future generations. And we'll come to be talking about the millennials and there's Generation Y now, or is it Z? It's Y, Z. Z. It's after the millennials, okay, and what their needs are because they're your future. Even though the baby boomers, they're all, a lot of them are moving to Florida, buying second homes. They're, the biggest demographic is now the millennials. And I love that. Got you it. talk about uh, Citizens Bank is on the line. Citizens Bank, uh, my suggestion is try to find as many packages affordable to entrance because the young people need the initial down payment. The interest rates is great, but we need programs that help Citizens is great that way. They do, yeah. in fact, you can, they do a, a whole bunch of different packages for young people, including your loans. They can, you know, reformat that and everything. So I have my home equity loan through Citizens. They were, they are fabulous. I'm yeah. not just saying that. You hear me, Tom Drew? Yeah, it's got a lot of loan down payment options, even in the state of New York. Uh, this great program with Sony May with 1% down. Uh, 1%? Yes, with 1% down. So um, there's a lot of Maybe, uh, Tom, you could talk about some of those programs next week. Yeah. We'd Can you give to. us your phone number right now, Tom? Sure. It's 516-410-2674. That's 516-410-2674. Thank you. And, Andrew, we thank are posting you. you all over. We'll put your number. Thank and, you, Andrew. Uh, thank you so You're much. Wonderful. Andrew, have a great, great last week of summer. You thank you, Esther. Oh, but remember, fun. Andrew, you're helping me with the petition. October 1, wait. summer is October over. October 1. Have a great week, everyone. We'll be back next week. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.